So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Hey everybody, Hunter here, and I am just so excited to be here today because I am about to go ahead and press play on the interview that I just got to do with Charles Gray and the team over at Universal Orlando. We had an awesome conversation which had some really freaky special surprises that I'm going to let you guys hear in just a minute. But yeah, if you've been listening to Catacombs for a while, you know, every year, um, we usually get to sit down and talk to a member of that team about everything that's happening that year it's always super awesome to do so and just a shout out to Allie and the PR team and Charles for joining us so thank you all again and hopefully all of you at home enjoy this special interview with Charles Gray Hey, everybody. I'm here with Charles Gray, Senior Show Director of Creative Development. Charles, it's the most exciting time of the year, and I'm so glad that you're here to talk all things HHN 30 with me. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm excited to talk about my favorite topic, Halloween Horror Nights. Man, it's nice to talk to you again. Last time we talked was during HHN Light, and now there's way more to talk about in the same time constraints that we've got here, but we've got to cover the full event. So why don't we go ahead and get right into it? Absolutely. I'm ready. Well, hey, Charles, I I mentioned it just a second ago, but I just want to make sure if people are joining us for the first time, what do you do at Universal Orlando? Um, I am a senior show director for creative development, which means that I assist with um, and kind of guide uh, a lot of the um, the initial concepts that go into Halloween Horror Nights, but also uh, work on, you know, some holiday content and things like that. So we are a year round horror factory. (laughs) Oh, like totally. You all are constantly in a holiday spirit whether that's halloween or some of the additional seasonal offerings at the resort but of course you know why we're here i know why we're here you know why we're here (laughs) we are here to talk about the big guy itself hhn there's so many amazing things on the lineup this year from the big return of the hhn icons netflix's haunting of hill house beetlejuice making his haunted house debut at the event which is amazing and we absolutely just have to start i feel like it's most appropriate to go ahead and start with the ghost with the most such an appropriate year to have him here because he's been since the very beginning of Halloween Horror Nights. You know, we have he's he's also been in iterations during the daytime, you know, with shows and with strolling the the strolling character. So Beetlejuice is a big part of uh, UO, uh, Universal Orlando Resort, but also just Halloween Horror Nights. And what a great way and what a perfect time for the 30th year to have him here. 
Yeah, like seriously, this is something you all have done for a while, bringing in those classic horror movie IPs and giving them this like super loving and fateful adaptation like we've saw Ghostbusters during HHN 29, Poltergeist during 28, and of course like other really, really big ones like The Exorcist, The Shining, and An American Werewolf in London. But I've got to ask you, because I know you've got some thoughts on this. When you're doing something like Beetlejuice, what is the most important thing for you to tackle to capture the spirit, pun intended, of this beloved film? Yeah, we. Uh, it is interesting. If you look at the film, the way they shot it, it, it there's a lot of um, almost like a black curtain backdrop, you know, with these sets up forward. And so when we were creating this, we really wanted to capture the, the look of the design along with the characters too. And kind of the, you know, those odd angled doors and, and going mm-hmm. through. So we really wanted to, to kind of go into those moments, into those sets, if you will, from the film. And that was our very first kind of pass at what we wanted to bring to life is being in the film, you know, there's different ways we can go about these intellectual properties, um, whether we take it literal or it's a fever dream or whatever we want to do. But this time we really wanted to feel like we were stepping into these sets. That's awesome. And, you know, with Beetlejuice, you not only have those iconic sets, you have some of the most like quoted lines in film history. How the hell do you decide what sound clips to pull from for this movie, especially like if Ghostbusters was hard, I can only imagine what Beetlejuice ended up looking like. That's the kind of thing that keeps me up at night, especially when we did <laughs> Ghostbusters in this one. There's so many lines that you just you, you, you go through, you record them all, and then you kind of figure what fits that scene or what what could be said. But there's always, you know, with a movie like that, there's always some lines kind of left on the table. But I will say having Beetlejuice interact live with the people as they first walk in enables yeah. us to kind of really pepper a lot of those lines and incorporate them in such that it, it is a little more one-on-one kind of interpersonal interactions um so he can say the lines from the film but kind of tweak them a little bit to to draw the audience in and that that's a lot of fun uh when people first walk in and you just go wait oh wait that's it he's talking to us you know it's it's a (laughs) lot of fun to see that reaction from guests the fact that you get that awesome facade interaction and then the return of the classic hhn spinny tunnel is awesome what made you all decide to return to that tunnel? Like it's been gone for five years now. It's really awesome to see it back. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to find that plot device to get us into the, like I said, the sets in that world that was, uh, that actually came a little bit later in the process, like figuring out how are we going to interact with all this? And then that that spinny tunnel, wait, we got that spinny tunnel, like you call it. So that was a fun way to, to get into the, into the uh, neither world. So, you know, Beetlejuice, huge iconic film, huge iconic character. But when you say the word icon in the frame of HHN, a certain group of characters come to mind. And obviously these characters are so beloved by old fans and new that, you know, people coming into the event for the first time that are really getting into the lore of the event, even they know the HHN icons. So what was it like bringing these characters back for another anniversary year? Or was this something that's been planned for a while and it kind of just linked up with it being an anniversary year? What what are we looking at for the icons? Yeah, we kind of sat, sat around the table and talked about the icons and what we could do with them, how to present them, you know, uh, 
really we talked about where we last left off when there was a collection of them and so the mm-hmm. lantern was the gateway and we said okay so fear had the lantern they reside in the lantern but let's talk about all the icons let's talk about not necessarily uh, i'm sorry things like like cindy or eddie those are iconic characters but not official icons that were you know presented by you so we got them all together in the lantern and and fears more of like the landlord you know their own uh place of existence within this lantern so they're not all buddy buddy but at the same time they all coexist in this world um but i would say that the surprise at the end of the house has a lot of people buzzing and arguing which i like back and <laughs> forth about who they saw why they saw them who's the most popular you know, uh, it's it's interesting to hear that debate. <laughs> Did someone say who's the most popular? <laughs> oh, my well, ears are burning. <laughs> well, obviously it's you, Jack. Yes, this is all my carnage factory. <laughs> and I welcome all of you to come on down and let me scare the hell out of you. <laughs> Jack, it is so awesome to see you around HHN yet again. Like, it's nice that the ringleader of Carnage is back in full swing. And more importantly, don't think we haven't noticed that stone head above the throne in the final scene. Well, isn't that convenient that a, a head <laughs> of my handsome putum happened to be above the head of whoever is sitting on the throne? Oh, well, but you know, you have to share. I think we all have sort of our own little niches, you know. <laughs> so some people like the usher, a director, that hot Elsa, oh yes. And of course, Chansey. I don't mind giving up my throne to Chansey whatsoever. Oh, come on. We love our queen, Chance. I mean, like, we love you both, but she's truly the, the best, of course. I'm so proud of her. (laughs) Hey, Jack, do you have time for me to ask you something? Yes, I will gladly kill you. (laughs) But, like, I need to know, how long have you all been holding the secret about Elsa? Like, that's a huge thing. You can't just spring that on us. Well, we all have our little secrets. You have no idea what we hide from you. All this time, you thought Elsa was just a poor little old lady. <laughs> like I said, she's a babe when she turns. <laughs> You're not kidding. <laughs> well, Jack, seriously, it's a blast seeing the king himself wandering these streets again, and it's truly a pleasure. It's all right, Hunter. You don't have to suck up. You're already getting the interview. <laughs> Well, Hunter, enjoy the celebration. I've got a carnage factory to work on. (laughs) I'll kill you later. (laughs) Well, uh, it looks like the box is closed, so that's good. (laughs) I'll just padlock on this thing. All right. There we go. Oh, I was I was very unprepared for that. (laughs) Like nothing in my notes. I'm just over here shaking my boots or my vans. What am I wearing? Yeah, I was in the corner in the fetal position crying. But but returning to HHN Icons Captured, you all are doing fun and interesting things with these characters, and it's truly incredible to be able to walk into their world and see these characters in their homes. It's a love letter to the fans and the history of the events, and like those of us who got to see them during 25, it's nice to see them again. And those that were coming during the Icon years, it's nice. It's like a big, warm, fuzzy feeling in a really dark and twisted way. Yeah, uh, I really 
really enjoyed the uh, what the designers we came up with the, the, that kind of visual crossfade between each area, like Lady Luck, and you see the you know the the jackpot you know hitting there, and it's the three cameras to signify we're going to the director's place, and then you see the hanging of of uh, you know Julian Brown, and then you're like, oh, okay, now we're going to Usher. So there's a lot of those little fun kind of crossfades throughout the house. Um, yeah, and you mentioned uh, storytellers' uh, secret surprise. That was a fun thing to to uh, further the story. Instead of just kind of rehashing the same thing over and over again, it's fun to further the stories, where where we're going, what we're doing. So, oh, you got a werewolf in there. All right. Unfortunately, the werewolf is very excited. But because you set me up for it, let's talk about Halloween. You all have built the most amazing and gorgeous tribute to the holiday with Wicked Growth, Realm of the Pumpkin. Now, this house has taken on a life bigger than I think any of us expected. The fan base, uh, maybe you all, because like some are calling this the greatest house of all time. You got to tell me about this bad boy. Uh, it's, it, it, it's actually funny. I, I shouldn't say this, but I will, that that is, uh, Dylan, who's the designer, uh, of that house. And I sat in a room and that was the fastest we'd ever come up with a house before because we're like, how about this? Yes. How about this? Yes. I mean, we were just on fire that day and we came up with this house it was so funny i mean we just yes and our way into wicked growth but the (laughs) idea of the pumpkin lord was fun because uh we were we were actually talking about this uh before we were coming up with the houses that uh you know throughout the world halloween's growing you go to germany you go to england australia there's a lot of places even a lot of the asian countries have a halloween and they've adopted this and it's grown and we were like well what you know this this creature the pumpkin lord that only empowers him you know he sends his tendrils out and he's grabbing you know he's ever hungry for this power and uh so now he's finally you know uh grim malkin which is such a fun character you know summoning him and then um I'm probably talking too much, but uh, her sister, no, which is a little backstory of like her sister Locasta in there. She's all jealous of, of Grim Malkin. So Grim Malkin's <laughs> doing all this stuff and everybody's like, oh, it's Grim Malkin. And then she's like, I'm the pretty one. You know, she's all like ticked off. So just a lot of fun little <laughs> side stories. And we named all the goblins. Um, there's uh, the third one's called Kankle, which... <laughs> <laughs> the it's characters Kankle. love it like Kankle the goblin <laughs> it's great so we have a lot of great vet uh scare actors who work in there um and uh they're just on fire and uh, it's just a really fun aesthetic of a house and uh a lot of joy creating it i'll shut up no 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 i want to hear everything about this house i don't think we only love it because of the celebration of all things halloween like that aspect of it but it's got this really dark and twisted black humor in the best way from front to back like throughout it and it also brings on some of the really intense hhn moments like we saw in fan favorite houses like scarecrow the reaping from from 27 yeah we call it a halloween comfort food we want to make sure we have something every year that kind of checks that box if you will um and again, that covered bridge is the first time we've ever done something like that, too. Um, so that that was a lot of fun to come up with. Man, the first time walking through there and hearing the Headless Horseman, I had to pause a moment and go, oh, my God, this is incredible. I don't know if I said it out loud. I don't know if it was mentally, whatever. But I just can't wait to go through this thing many, many, many more times in the near future before HHN 30 wraps up. 
So, of course, we have to talk about the biggest property this year, The Haunting of Hill House. This is the third house in the Netflix partnership that you all have had. What's it like adapting this modern but already very classic, you know, horror series and moving on from Stranger Things into something else? Yeah, um, there was a lot of detail that went into that house. And uh, one of the fun things we, you know, there's a lot of little fun things in the house too. Like the every time you see the tall man, he grows as you as you encounter him. Um, just little things like that that we put in there. Um, and all the little characters, you know, the, the um, Mr. Smiley or the kind of wooden scarecrow at the head, yeah. at the foot of the bed, he's in there for like three frames. <laughs> In the show where we're like, oh, we got to get that guy in there, you know. So uh, a lot of love went into that house, especially Man- Manuel Cordero, who's the designer, did a beautiful job. Um, the lighting, the audio, just really the designer teams came up with some beautiful uh, overlays in that house. And I think that's the greatest thing about this house. It's obviously a love letter to the series in a very intense and personal way, but it, it's. It, I think it translates extremely well, even if you aren't familiar with Hill House and its characters, because it's it's got that classic like haunted house aesthetic and the vibes that that puts off. Yeah, and having ten houses allows us to have a creepy house, you know, um, yeah. to kind of take that risk, and it's paid off, you know, to have to be able to have ghostly sounds and not everything's, you know. Uh, attack 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 you know uh, with audio this one you know there's subtlety that we can put in there and people are really responding to that and that that's exciting you know with these anniversary years you sometimes get to bring back beloved characters from years past and then put them out on the streets and right up the road from hill house is my personal favorite scare zone of the year lights camera action eddie's revenge you're giving old fans a chance to see their favorites and like the new fans a moment to see how massive characters like the ice cream man from vamp 55 and like the treats and foons what's your favorite element of it I know it's got to be a huge thing for you all on the actual team working on Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, that that is that that's a fun little you know gateway there to to bring you know the story of we're actually creating this film and then all the real characters show up and create havoc. So it's a it's a fun way to interact with these characters and like he said, we're pulling stuff back from the very beginnings of HHN and I think that's important too because this is a generational event. It's been 30 years, so these, you know, fathers and sons coming together, you know, or there's there's whole uh, families coming together. It's it's a great place to to just be with your friends and enjoy the moment, but also kind of see what came before. I love that, um, you know, we have Eddie up there, and I love that he gets his moment also. But you know, when we have these Jack attacks. Once in a great while, Jack will hop up there, too, with Eddie and to see them kind of revel in each other's, you know, violence and horror, you know, together. It's it's a lot of fun to see that interaction. Um, The last time we saw them together was in the body collector's house as little infants hidden away as an Easter egg. I feel like these anniversary years bring in new people more than any other, you know, like big years like 28 and 29, just huge, huge, huge things, even 26, you know, with American Horror Story. But these anniversary years bring in more people than ever, it feels like, because people want to have a jumping on point and a frame of reference and this awesome thing to jump in and, and check out. 
Yeah, it's exciting to have the celebration. Um, and again, anybody who's listening who hasn't been, please come join us because you don't want to wait 10 years to see some of these characters again. Come on out and check them out, you know? <laughs> so, Charles, I have to ask because people are going to be upset if I don't. We got to talk about Legendary Truth. Case Files, Unearthed. This is totally a house for the most hardcore section of HHN fans. Because even like in our community, Legendary Truth is still sort of a mystery to a lot of people. What made you all decide to do a house based on this? I mean, a detective noir story at HHN is a crazy idea on paper, but like once you actually get a chance to see it, it really works incredibly well. Yeah, I think, uh, well, first of all, I've always wanted to do a film noir type house and this became the opportunity so i was like very thankful for that um (laughs) but it is like and i know it sounds a little cheesy but it is like an onion you know if you don't know anything about the history or legendary truth or any of that stuff people are still enjoying it because of the film noir you know private detective monster hunter theme you know you're going through you're seeing amazing stuff but if you peel back that layer then you have the story of kind of the discovery of his novels that he wrote to leave clues you know and then you go even deeper than that and there's these totems from legendary truths that represent you know the legions and then each room is dedicated to this legion uh and characters that are in there and you dig even deeper than that and you find out that you know this is really leaning into the origins of of boris and how he was you know integral in the creation of you know the legendary truth so there's so many different layers and there's plenty of places i think we could go in the future i'll probably get smacked in the head for saying that but (laughs) but i project (laughs) i project that someday you know we could do another type legendary truth house with boris schuster because it's such a fun story and framing uh for for these scares that's awesome. And people are going to be so excited to hear that like there's paths for you all to go down in the future. And I have to imagine your personal hierarchy for your list. You've been well documented about wanting that Bigfoot house, which you got Yeti Terror of the Yukon, and now you got the film noir. I I can't wait to see <laughs> what what's next for you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Checking checking the personal boxes, but disguising it as good for the group yes we must do a film noir house (laughs) and then on the inside i'm like it happened yes yeah seriously they've all been great so far so i i really need to know what's on that list (laughs) well hey man thanks for joining me tonight and thanks for locking up jack at least at least for a couple more days i imagine he'll be out pretty soon because he always gets out but thanks for taking the time to talk to me and the catacombs of hhn like we love you guys. Thank you all for having us back year after year. It really means the world and happy haunt season to you all. Hope to talk to you soon. You are welcome. And we're, we welcome everybody into these gates. Come check it out. We're so excited. Join the celebration.
Well, there you have it. There is the annual interview with Universal about all the awesome things that are happening over with their HHN event year. Just remember, HHN 30 runs select nights all the way through October of this month, and you're not going to want to miss it. So get down here. Come check out HHN. Of course, we'll be right back with another episode very, very soon. A special surprise for you all. But thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. And until next time... Just remember, keep digging up them bones.